Basketball segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host once again, James. I'm joined once again by Nate. What's up, man? What's up? All right. In today's episode, uh, we're going to look at, uh, I guess, a recap of the games from Monday night. We'll also look at the Tuesday night slate. Some games are currently going on as we're recording, so we'll see if they're done, and we'll recap those as well. If not, take a look at some of the scores, and then we'll move right into the fantasy basketball pickups for the week. Then we'll take a look at Wednesday's game slate, and we'll preview out those games. How does that sound? Sounds good. All right, let's hop right into it. We'll start with the recap of Monday night in the NBA. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers being the New Orleans Pelicans, 93-90. to um, I guess the leaders for points for the Cavaliers was Brandon Goodwin with 21. Devontae Graham led the Pelicans with 20. Then for rebounds, Kevin Love led the Cavs with 11. Josh Hart had 10 to lead the Pelicans. And then for the Cleveland Cavaliers for assists, uh, Chetty Osman had 12 uh, to lead them. And uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker had five uh, to lead the Pelicans. I guess just getting to you on this game, I guess, what are your thoughts? Um, I think this was actually a pretty good game by the Pelicans. Um, they didn't have Brandon Ingram. I think he's their best scorer. So um, they managed to, I guess, limit uh, really um, big Cleveland Cavaliers team because they have a really good um, power forward and um, center depth. But I guess uh, they had JV and he was able to kind of help them out there. So I guess this was not really a bad loss by the Pelicans. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, against the Cleveland team that's been pretty much rolling at this point, I definitely think you have to give them credit. Cleveland's got off to an amazing record this year. They should be a playoff team, barring any major setbacks. So yeah, good win for the Cavs and I guess a pretty decent uh, performance for the Pelicans in the loss. Uh, we'll move right into the next game. Indiana Pacers being the LA Clippers, 122-116. Looking at the leaders for the Clippers in points is Amir Coffey with 27. Leading the Pacers was Isaiah Jackson with 26. Then in terms of rebounds, Serge Ibaka led the Clippers with 11. Isaiah Jackson had 10 to lead the Pacers. Then for assists, Reggie Jackson had 5 to lead the Clippers, and Karis LeVert had 9 for the Pacers. Um, Let me get to you on this game. I guess, what are your thoughts? I guess I think the Pacers were expected to win uh, by around six points, and they pretty much did. So I guess this was a pretty solid performance by them. I think for um, the Clippers, though, they've been slipping a little bit. They're up at about 500. I think they're eighth um, in the West at this time. So they're going to, I guess, want to see if they can change something up. Yeah, I mean, I can't really blame the Clippers, though. They have dealt with a lot of injuries. Of course, no Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George. But I think in this game, um, a few other guys are banged up. Uh, it's just not a good look for this team right now. Um, I think both teams are struggling. I think we can agree with that. Um, I guess just good win uh, for the Pacers overall, because I believe they were missing a lot of guys as well. Um, we'll get to the next game here. Philadelphia 76ers being the Memphis Grizzlies, 122 to 119. I believe Joel Embiid did not play in this game, but I guess it didn't matter for the 76ers. 
Looking at the leaders here, Tyrese Maxey led the 76ers with 33 points. John Moran had 37 to lead the Grizzlies. Then in terms of rebounds, Andre Drummond, I guess he was in the place for Embiid. He had 23 rebounds to lead the Sixers, while Steven Adams had 12 for the Grizzlies. And then um, in terms of assists, Tyrese Maxey had eight to lead the Sixers, and John Moran had five for Memphis. Um, I guess just give me your thoughts on this game. It was a big win in overtime for the 76ers. Yeah, it was really clutch. Um, the Grizzly, they've been rolling through teams, but um, the 76ers, they have a pretty deep team overall. Um, Andre Drummond, he's a really good center. Unfortunately, he's playing behind Joel Embiid, so he's not going to have too many. He, I guess, finally had a chance to kind of um, show how good he is. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, being behind Joel Embiid, um, I mean, it's kind of holding him back, but at the same time, you have a guy that when uh, Embiid goes down or if he needs a rest or whatever, uh, he can come in and just sort of be the guy there. And I guess good effort from the Grizz Grizzlies overall coming into Philly. And Philly has been better. They're now third in the East. And of course, the Grizzlies are third in the West. So I guess two teams, they're just playing relatively well overall. Uh, let's move on to the next game here. The Boston Celtics being the Miami Heat, 122-92. to uh, We'll get to the scores here. Uh, looks like Jalen Brown led the Celtics with 29 points. Max Struss had 27 to lead the Heat. Uh, in terms of rebounds, Jason, Jason Tatum had 12 to lead the Celtics, while Chris uh, Silva had 9 for the Heat. Uh, in terms of assists, Marcus Smart had 7 for the Celtics, while Gabe Vincent had 9 for Miami. It's a pretty big win for Boston. I guess, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it is a pretty big win. Um, unfortunately, they've been letting some games, I guess, kind of slip by them. Like, they have the chance to win and then they kind of go by them. But uh, not this game, uh, even though the Heat had, I guess, Ben out of Bayer and The Celtics were able to kind of limit this offense. So, a uh, really good job by the Celtics. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Boston has been playing like a lot better lately. They're over 500 now. They're not, they don't have as good of a record as Miami, obviously, but they are still playing pretty good. I definitely think Boston can make the playoffs or even the play in and, you know, have some potential there. But um, yeah, uh, definitely a solid win, uh, even with Miami missing players. Uh, we'll get to the next game here. We have the New York Knicks. Um, beating the Sacramento Kings 116-96. to 96. This is a pretty big win for New York. Um, getting to the stats here, Alec Burks had 21 points to lead the Knicks. Tyrese Halliburton also had 21 to lead the Kings. In terms of rebounds, Mitchell Robinson, 13 for the King, or sorry, for the Knicks. And Rishon Holmes had seven rebounds to lead the Kings. Then in terms of assists, Nerlens Noel had five to lead New York. And Tyrese Halliburton had eight to lead the Kings. Um, I guess, give me your thoughts on this game. Pretty impressive win for uh, New York. Yeah, they've been a kind of kind of up and down this season, but um, I think on paper, they still have um, a really good team overall, and they were able to kind of limit the Kings, which I think they should have been able to do, at least on paper, and they did, so really good job by the Knicks. Yeah, definitely a really solid win for the Knicks. The Kings have just been spiraling for the past few weeks. I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but yeah, good win for New York. They can definitely sort of try and make a push uh, getting into maybe a play-in spot or something. So good on them. 
I guess getting to the next game, another team trying to make a playoff push is the Toronto Raptors, and they beat the Atlanta Hawks 106 to 100. Both teams are sort of around that uh, play-in playoff area in the East. So uh, really a close game between the two, Toronto getting the win. Uh, in terms of leaders, Gary Trent Jr., 31 points to lead the Raptors. Kevin Herter at 26 to lead Atlanta. And then in terms of rebounds, Chris Boucher, 7 to lead the Raptors. And Onyeka Okongwu had uh, 9 to lead the Hawks. And then in terms of assists, uh, Fred Van Vliet with 11 to lead Toronto and Delon Wright had seven to lead the Hawks. Um, I guess give me uh, your analysis on this game. I guess what are your thoughts on this win for the Raptors? It's a really good win because um, this is kind of their second, um, I guess, road win in a row. I think the game before they went into um, the Heat Arena and they were able to win in overtime, which I thought was really impressive. And they were able to go up against a potential playoff team in the Hawks and they were able to win on the road as well. So I think this is kind of a good sign for the Raptors who they had kind of had a bit of an adjustment period, but now they're kind of in the last spot. So really good job. Yeah, they're playing really well. They're having a much better season than the Hawks. I believe uh, they have one more win, but a few less losses. So uh, really good for Toronto. Hopefully the Hawks can find a way to turn things around as they're a pretty talented team as well. Uh, we'll move on to the next game. Golden State Warriors making quick work of the Houston Rockets, 122 to 108. Um, getting to the, the stats here, Steph Curry, 40 points to lead the Warriors. Huge game. Christian Wood at 24 to lead the Rockets. Kevin Looney had 14 rebounds to lead the Warriors, while Christian Wood had 13 to lead the Rockets. Then in terms of assists, Steph Curry with nine to lead the Warriors. Kevin Porter Jr. at 11 to lead Houston. Um, I guess just give me your thoughts on this game. Pretty solid win for Golden State. Yeah, I guess this is kind of like business as usual for Golden State. Uh, normally, as long as um, at least Steph Curry is in the lineup, you can pretty much expect a win or at least to keep it close. And I guess Houston is kind of near the bottom of the league. They do have some promising players like Christian Wood, Kevin Porter Jr. They were able to kind of put up a little bit of a fight, but Golden State was able to limit them like what it did. So, not really a bad loss by the Rockets. And I guess for the Warriors, it's business as usual. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, this Golden State team, they've looked so good. They've been able to sort of, uh, I guess, build this team up on the fly. Uh, they've had injuries with Steph Curry getting hurt over the past couple of years, Clay Thompson, and they've been able to get a lot of young talent around them. Uh, they just look so solid right now. They look like such a deep team. As for Houston, they're still young. Uh, they don't need to panic at all. We've been talking about this for weeks. It's just another step uh, in the direction for their future. So, um, yeah, definitely a solid winner for Golden State here. Uh, moving to the next game, I think pretty big upset here. OKC beating the Portland Trailblazers 98-81. to Pretty low-scoring game as well. Uh, in terms of leaders, C.J. McCollum, 21 points to lead the Blazers. Uh, Lou Dort had 18 to lead the Thunder. In terms of rebounds, Yusuf Nurkic had nine to lead Portland and Josh Giddy at 12 to lead the Thunder. And then in terms of assists, CJ McCollum was seven to lead Portland and Ty Jerome at six to lead the Thunder. I guess, what are your thoughts on this upset win for OKC? It's pretty surprising. It is pretty surprising. And I think it's pretty impressive for um, OKC. They are a really young team still. They're rebuilding, but their players have quite a bit of uh, promise. Basically, 
I guess Portland was only able to outscore OKC in one quarter and then OKC was able to slowly come back and then they kind of exploded in the fourth quarter and they kind of didn't really look back from it. So I guess for Portland, this is kind of, I wouldn't say like an alarm kind of thing, but you don't want something like this to happen more than once. Yeah, I mean, especially with a guy like Damian Lillard being out for them, their record just has really fallen flat at this point. I think like nine games below 500, something like that. Just really not looking good for this Portland team's chances of making the playoffs. And then as for OKC, um, they don't get a lot of wins during the year. It's nice to see some of the young players stepping up. Lou, D- Lou Dort and Ty Jerome are some good examples of that. Josh Giddy's been good all year. So, yeah, um, I definitely like what I've been seeing from this OKC team. They have a lot of fight in them. Even if they don't win a lot of games, they still put up a good effort. So, yeah, good on them getting the win. Move to the Tuesday slate now. Um, It looks like all the games are still in progress. Uh, We have the Pelicans up uh, on the Pistons in the fourth quarter. Um, We have the Bucks up on the Wizards in the fourth quarter. Um, We have the Heat up on the Raptors in the third quarter. Uh, We have Chicago up on Orlando at halftime. Another halftime game with the Wolves up on the Nuggets. And in the second quarter, the Spurs are up on Golden State. I believe Steph Curry is not playing in that game. And just getting underway is the Brooklyn Nets at the Phoenix Suns. They're just about to tip off. So we're not going to be covering these games. Uh, So let's just get right into the fantasy basketball pickups for the week. Um, I guess we'll start with guards. I'll get to you, Nada. Who's your guard pickup for the week? I guess my first pickup for the week is kind of they're two really deep league pickups, so I wouldn't recommend picking them up unless you're in kind of like a drought league, I guess you'd like to call it like 14 or more players. This is the kind of these are the kind of pickups that you maybe would want to look at. I guess Corey Joseph and Wayne Washington Jr. Um Corey Joseph, he's kind of a matchup dependent uh, point guard, but he'll occasionally go for um, double digit points and he'll have uh, pretty decent stat, stat lines depending on where the pistons face. So, I guess depending on the matchup, you would want to pick him up for that. And Wayne Washington Jr., he's a bit low in the depth chart, but um, the Pacers have been having a few injuries. So, um, he's been able to get decent minutes and his stat lines have been looking pretty good so far. So, I guess as long as the Pacers are playing him for 20 or more minutes, you could take a look at it. I guess, and really, really Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, for guards, for me, I have a guy that you can maybe pick up in a more shallower league. That's Gabe Vincent uh, from the Miami Heat. He plays point guard uh, in Yahoo Fantasy Scoring. Um, yeah, he's just been really solid. I believe uh, the Heat have had some players out. Kyle Lowry, uh, Jimmy Butler has been out for some games as well. Um but I still think he should have some value even when those guys come back. So even if you pick up a, a guy like Vincent, I think he's around 35% rostered. You should be able to keep him for most of the season. Um, yeah, he's just been so solid. He's been like a top 100 fantasy player overall over the past few weeks. Uh, he's just been putting like double digit points. I think three out of his past four games, um, he gets rebounds. Uh, he averages around an assist per game as well. Shoots a lot of threes. I think in back-to-back games, uh, he had seven threes and five threes, stuff like that, really solid. And he's averaging a steal per game over that span as well. So um, really great with the categories. And he's not going to hurt you in free throws as well. He's been pretty much perfect all the way through or pretty close to it. So yeah, definitely go pick up Gabe Vincent. He's really solid. Uh, we'll get to forwards now. Nate, who's your forward pickup for the week? 
guess for forwards, um, I think you can maybe look at Doug McDermott and maybe even Lonnie Walker, since he's eligible as both shooting guard and small forward. Um, both of their scoring has been pretty good so far. I think Doug McDermott, he's been a little bit um, on and off, but I think he has really high upside, especially as when he was with the Pacers, he was a pretty consistent scorer, but I guess for the Spurs, he's still trying to define his role, but whenever, um, I guess, Doug McDermott's uh, shooting percentages are good, he normally scores a lot, so um, I guess you can pick him, pick him up in deep leagues for that. Yeah, for sure, and um, I guess my forward pickup for the week uh, is Luke Kennard from the LA Clippers. Obviously, we talked about their injuries, and he has been pretty solid outside of one dud game he had. Um, in the other games, he had all double-digit points, including um, games with five three-pointers each per game where he scored over 20 points in those games. He's pretty much perfect from the line as well if you're looking for free throws. And for a guard, outside of that one dud game, his free throw – or sorry, his field goal was also really solid. Um, I think he also double-doubled one of those games. So um, as a forward um, and guard eligible, he's getting rebounds. He's getting assists as well. He's getting steals. So um, – and, yeah, I think um, – what is it? Like, out of his past five games, he's only turned over the ball twice. So if you're in a league that penalizes turnovers, um, he's also really solid there. So um, assuming um, – that one bad game aside, Kennard seems to be a really valuable player. It's close to being 50% rostered, so you can't really find him in deep leagues anymore. Uh, he's more of a shallow league type pickup, but um, he's definitely worth it, especially for threes at the forward position. So, um, Nate, I'll just get to you for your center pickup for the week. I guess for center, you can maybe take a look at um, P.J. Tucker. He's about 19% rostered, so he's more of a deep league pickup, but I guess uh, leagues that are deeper than, I guess, 19% roster type of leagues, he won't be available for that. But um, his scoring has been pretty pretty decent. He's, again, he's a player that as long as his, um, as long as his field goal percentages are high, he's going to be scoring a lot of points. And he does get um, stats outside of that, gets a decent amount of rebounds, a decent amount of assists. He's a defensive player as well, so he can get you maybe one to two steals a game. Um, his turnovers aren't really too bad either. He only really gets one or two. So if you're in a deep, a deep league and you need a center, that's going to be probably most people in deep leagues. I think he's going to be someone you can probably pick up. And he can catch. All right. And I guess uh, more of a shallow league guy, I think a guy I've mentioned like three or four weeks in a row, it's Trey Lyles for the Detroit Pistons. I mean, he's just been so solid um, consistently posting like double digit point totals in most of his games. Um, I think um, coming into uh, Tuesday night's game, he had like a string of like six straight double digit point games. And he pretty much averaged like five rebounds over those games as well. Um, and then of course, averaging around an assist and almost averaging a steal per game as well. So really solid. He gets blocks as well. He doesn't turn over the ball too much um, for a big, his free throw, he's actually perfect in a lot of his games. So really solid. Of course, um, being close to the net, I think he's had perfect field goals in some of those games as well. So, yeah, really impressive. It's only around 30% roster. should be available in a, a multitude of leagues. So if you're looking for a big that's going to produce categories for you, um, and, I mean, if you're in a points league, he's getting double-digit points most games as well. So definitely go pick up Trey Lyles. And yeah, that's going to be the end of the fantasy basketball pickups for the week. So we're going to move right into the preview of the Wednesday game slate. 
Uh, we'll start with the first game. Um, we'll take a look at the uh, if the games have lines. If not, we'll pick winners. The first game is the Washington Wizards at the Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers are favored by eight points heading into that game. Nate, I guess, how do you feel? Um, it kind of depends on whether or not Beal's going to be playing. Um, I guess if he's healthy enough to play, he may be able to cover that. But at the same time, 76ers have been playing pretty hard right now. So um, I think he should go with the 76ers for now. Yeah, I mean, even if Joel Embiid doesn't play, they still have Drummond playing really well. So, um, yeah, I definitely think uh, Phillies is a solid pick. I think I'll go with you on that one as well. Um, getting to the next game, um, Orlando Magic at the Indiana Pacers. Pacers are favored by four and a half. Um, I guess which side are you leaning there? Um, I guess uh, Pacers should be able to win, I guess, by a, about that, that amount. Um, they've been doing pretty well so far, so yeah, I guess you could go with the Pacers. Yeah, definitely. Um, big win over the Clippers the other night. Um, I guess the only concern for the Pacers is consistency and all the injuries. Um, there's a chance that might lead or lean Orlando, but it I think the line would probably have to grow a little bit uh, for that. Uh, so we'll definitely have to see. Um, another game at four and a half is the Charlotte Hornets at the Boston Celtics, and the Celtics are favored by four and a half. I guess what are your thoughts for that game? I guess for that, um, I think the Hornets are pretty they're a pretty good team in terms of scoring. So it's gonna be hard for the Celtics to kind of limit them. So I think this is one of the games where you can kind of uh, take the plus against the Hornets. Yeah, I was gonna say that I think the Hornets should be able to match up well with Boston, so they should be able to keep it close, if not win outright. So yeah, definitely um, liking the Hornets there. Um, it looks like um, the Memphis Grizzlies are at the New York Knicks, and the Grizzlies are favored by two points. I guess uh, which side do you like there? I think this is the case where as long as uh, John Brown's healthy, you can basically take the Grizzlies against almost any team. So I'm going with the Grizzlies. I was going to say, I think this is a chance for the Grizzlies to bounce back after last game. Um, definitely uh, a really good spot there in New York. So definitely I'd go with the Grizzlies as well. Uh, we'll move on to the next game. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Houston Rockets. Cleveland's favored by two and a half. Uh, I don't know. Is this a no-brainer to take Cleveland? I mean, might as well. The Rockets are near the bottom of the West. Cleveland is a top-five team in the East right now, so... I think they should be able to come to this. Yeah, I was going to say two and a half seems kind of short. Uh, probably getting close to game time, that line's going to grow a little bit, but we'll definitely have to see. Um, next game is the Dallas Mavericks at the, or sorry, the OKC Thunder at the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks are favored by 11 and a half. I don't know, is this too many points or do you think Dallas can cover? It's a kind, it's kind of a big spread, so it's hard to tell. It's going to depend on um, who's playing. I think if um, Luka isn't suiting up, then you might be able to take OKC. But I think um, for now, people should maybe look at Dallas. Yeah, I definitely think for now, I think with a double-digit spread and not knowing who's in the lineup, I would lean with OKC. Obviously, if Dallas is pretty much fully healthy, you're probably going to have to roll with them as they have been pretty solid. Um, moving on to the next game, um, it looks like we don't have a spread for it so far. 
Um, it's the Brooklyn Nets at the Sacramento Kings. I've just been Operation Fade the Kings at this point. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it looks like they haven't been able to get a win so far. So um, regardless of the spread, I think you'd have to go to Nets. Yeah, they should be able to get a double-digit win here, um, I guess, depending on who's in the lineup. But, yeah, Brooklyn's been uh, not, not too bad as of late, um, even with missing a guy like Kevin Durant. Um, we'll get to the next game. Also, no spread here. We have the Utah Jazz at the Denver Nuggets. I just assume you'll be going with the Jazz as the Nuggets are playing the night before. But I guess, what are your thoughts? It's actually kind of hard to tell because um, Gobert was the one who was able to kind of hold down the rebounds and he was able to kind of help the Jazz and the other teams. So it's a bit of a toss up. I think it'll also depend on the health of the Nuggets as well. But that being said, I think. On paper, the Jazz should be able to take this. Yeah, I think I definitely agree with that. Um, last game here, this game does have a spread. It looks like the Blazers are at the LA Lakers. Lakers are favored by three and a half. I guess so. Which side do you like there? Again, this is really hard to tell because um, the Lakers have, have been having um, defensive problems and they have they've been having problems kind of keeping. Uh, the pace with other teams. So I think if the um, spread is too high, you might actually want to take the Blazers. Yeah, I think while it's at minus three and a half, I should be okay taking the Lakers. But um, yeah, like you said, if that line keeps uh, getting bigger, then you might want to look towards the Blazers as they'll be looking for a bounce back game. And yeah, that's pretty much the end of the preview for Wednesday's games. I guess, do you have any last thoughts? Maybe not really the last thoughts. I guess I'm just ha- uh, happy with how the Raptors have been playing so far. Um, they, it looks like whatever adjustments they, they made seems to be working. So hopefully they keep going through with that. Speaking of adjustments, they're now ahead of Miami in the fourth quarter now. So they are playing a lot better. Uh, they sort of picked things up. They had a good first qu- uh, third quarter, and they're leading the fourth quarter in points as well. So, um, yeah, definitely good on the Raptors. Um, yeah, I guess definitely a good solid game from the Spurs so far. I know that Steph Curry isn't in the lineup, but you got to capitalize on things like that. When the other team doesn't have their best player, you can't go out and lose to that team. So hopefully the Spurs can hold on and get the win here. I'd be pretty happy about that. And, yeah, that's pretty much the end of this big time basketball episode. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at fan fan podcast. We've been posting picks for all the games as well as NFL and NHL. So definitely go check that out. Uh, this podcast is on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts, and Google podcasts. So make sure you like subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave us a review, all that good stuff. And yeah, um, it's a pretty good NBA slate uh, that we previewed for Wednesday. A lot of good games there. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.